Awesome. All right. Uh, welcome to the Sober Heathen Podcast. I'm Scott. I'm a Sober Heathen. Uh, finally getting back in the swing of things. This is the second podcast uh, in a couple of weeks. So looking forward to this. Um, today you have Lindsay. She's got all kinds of stuff going on. She's a certified um, counselor in addiction. She's got a website, a blog. She talks about all kinds of things, but I'll let her tell you more about that. Lindsay, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for uh, coming today. Thanks. Um... I don't even know how, how to sum it up. I guess um, I have been working in treatment for the past 10 years. Um, when I had a year sober, I got into it because the rehab I got sober at said, hey, we'll give you a job. We'll pay you like 100 bucks a week. You live here, swear to God. And then I had to get my license. So I had to, they helped me with that. So it was like starting from zero with that. And it was, that was rough but um so that's how it started and I lived with all the clients for a couple years and learned stuff in the office and you know meanwhile trying to stay sober and everything like that and all the it's it's really hard with in that in the job uh I didn't expect it (laughs) I thought it would be much easier so I think it might there's some pros and cons but yeah so I um I'm not going to tell my whole story right now in this second, but yeah, so past 10 years I've been working in treatment. I just recently got the certified addiction counselor um, through, through Florida state, Florida certification board. And that was huge for me. Like, because I had to go through all this process of taking DCF, the department of children and families to court. And it took a really long time. Yeah. So yeah yeah so. that's kind of the that's kind of the tra- trajectory i want my life to be on um what's uh what's try to hone you in on a little more like a, what's a long time we talking like four oh. years six years well to get this certification you have to have a supervisor with a certain certification or degree while working in the treatment center and being a counselor so like your counselor intern Like under, so I had to do that. I had five years worth of that. So then they sign off on that. And then I have to have my, the boss, like the supervisor, not just the therapeutic one sign off that I actually work there and I'm not lying. Right. right. Um, and I had to like write all these things, but what really held me up is the background chat. Like I had my certified behavioral health technician uh, certification first since like 2015. Um, That says like you worked in treatment for a year and you can be like a tech and be around clients and be supportive and, you know, with behavioral health, mental health, substance abuse. Um, So that's where I started. And then I just kept building on. But um, the, the background check really got me like I got past it in 2015, but then they redid it toward the level two background check. And it had been 10 plus years since I have any charges. 
So it was crazy. I got denied and I didn't expect oh, no. that. Yeah. Like it was like right on Christmas. <laughs> it was like Christmas Eve or something. I was like so yeah. upset. Yeah. After spending like a long time, like you have to get all your arrest, like explain everything, like how I'm rehabbed and I'm a good person now, <laughs> you know? That's funny. So. It's funny because we, we tell people in treatment that you're not bad people, but then this comes <laughs> up and you have to explain how you're not a bad person. It's like, it's a disease. You're not a bad person, but everybody looks at you like you're a bad person. So I'm sure that. that, that I literally so. that as an, as a, <laughs> as a defense, when I represented myself, of course, because I'm genius, <laughs> you know how we are. Sure. Um, and, um, well, I couldn't really afford one, but so I like tried to figure out what to do. And like, one of my arguments was like, aren't, isn't our job, like, especially just like being in recovery, like to encourage people, you can change. Like, like, this is like starting off with a bad precedent. Like if you, if you're saying like, yeah. then, then what are we doing? Then like, there's no point. So no, it wouldn't, I mean, I, yeah, I agree with you a hundred percent. Like, I think uh, it might not be a good idea for me to go in front of a, people like this because it's like, yes, let's take somebody who had no issues with addiction whatsoever and doesn't have that side of it and just hand them a certificate, not saying they can't do a good job. I'm not saying that uh, I had a counselor that was pretty good um, in my last treatment. He has no, I mean, he was in the military and got the shit blown out of him. You know what I mean? So um, he has experience with with trauma, but I think the people that you want are the people that have won this battle, right? That's that's the way I look at it. I have I've had experience with um, people working with me that therapists um, or just other recovery roles that are not in recovery, and maybe their family member uh, suffered with it, and so they they're close to it in that aspect, but. I always tell them, like, don't feel weird about asking me a question, you know, because like there's going to be weird questions that they're going to have with a client, like not know, you know, there's just little things that like we know, like I can, you can look at someone and I know instantly if they're messed up and just things like that. I'm like, don't feel weird. You're not, it's, it's different. A lot of the clients don't want to give them a chance. And so I just, you know, try to say, keep an open mind and this and that but but it's really hard I don't know how it's just like I don't understand like sex addiction or gambling I couldn't sure. I couldn't go uh, help someone with that I had client with gambling addiction I couldn't I couldn't he couldn't be my client yeah. I couldn't do it so you know I have no idea <laughs> like uh, uh, no I totally get it like uh, I find myself you know I'm, I'm not as far along as you are I'm coming up uh 10 months and nine days but uh I am working at a treatment center as not a peer recovery coach because I don't have the two years. Somehow I got the training. You're supposed to have two years of spreading and get the certification, but I did it. I didn't lie, but I got it. um, You got it though? That's awesome. Yeah, I I got it. So I'm working as a peer associate. So it's like a level down. I don't know about you, but for me, I can't keep my mouth shut about it. Like what, like what I've been through, you know, like I, I just had a, I'm technically still on, not technically, I am on probation. So I had an ankle monitor up for the first nine months. And the lady who hired me, she kind of came up because I needed a day off to go two hours up north to get it off. And she's like, uh, how did that go? And it's like, 
you don't need to whisper. You know, <laughs> I, I, I got four OWIs. I've been trying this recovery thing for years. It's finally sticking. You know, I, I wear it on my sleeve and I don't give a damn. You know, I, I don't yeah. know. It's got to be different in the counselor scenario. Yeah. You got to be a little more. Yeah, it, at first. So the first treatment center I worked at was when I got sober. At, and I, I'm still like really good friends with the owners to this day, but um, they uh, helped me get my license and I had a breathalyzer in my car. <laughs> awesome. So I'm drawing clients to AA meetings and bro- blowing in it. And that is awesome. Uh, it was so crazy. And, um, talk about like, like I was humiliated, like, oh, and he's like, the owner is like, Lindsay, this is, this is good for you to show them what could happen. And I'm like, Oh, hope. Hope. Yes. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. It's just exciting. No, No, it was crazy. So then I, I had to like, I think like a year or something with it on. And, and I went through hell trying to get the the DUIs get you, man. (laughs) you're real bad um so that was taken care of but so as I progressed and so I go to school for it too I don't know if I I don't really broadcast all all of this stuff that I do but um I'm in school for counseling and I got my addiction one like a specialty addiction it took it was like a year long and then I got put into the bachelor's for healthcare administration blah 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 um and so the counseling classes are wild because I'm learning stuff like I had no freaking idea. And I'm like telling the teacher, like, man, I was <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> this shit, like, this is like all all this stuff, like, you know, like with what a therapist does. And I'm like, I this so new. It's yeah. so not what I thought it was. It's so I but you know what? In my job now, I'll I'll disclose like if I'm that I'm in recovery certain times they like certain treatment centers I've worked at they don't necessarily because like ethically you're not supposed to unless it could be a benefit to the client which it is usually benefit to the client so it's just kind of silly but um yeah I usually tell them yeah I mean I I get that I I get why you shouldn't shouldn't do it in certain circumstances so that's maybe why I'll just stay a peer recovery coach and do a podcast for the rest of my life because I think (laughs) you you, talk about it yeah I mean it's it's street cred um and in this job that I have now I sat in with a domestic violence group a bunch of guys that are going through that program now and um, they you know um she introduced me as you know a a mentor or whatever and one of the guys first question was so have you been through domestic violence and this stuff and I was like nope I haven't but I got four OWIs and I've been to jail a lot and oh okay all right you know so you exactly. you, know, you you've been through it uh, you know you're going you've been through these things you know you know what it's like to like to have uh, you know courts up your ass so <laughs> I had to do the domestic battery course I had to do it like twice well, <laughs> it's not funny at all it's terrible well, you gotta like, laugh about some things at some point you know what I mean like because it's yeah. it's in the past you know what I mean yeah yeah no it's I laugh because it's so crazy to say that out loud because like I forget <laughs> these things I forget a lot of stuff that happened it's kind of like a big fog is it like that for you absolutely absolutely I have to be reminded by it by uh, yeah. my circle sometimes and it's like oh damn it <laughs> I forgot all about that, you know, and it, yeah. but it's, it's part of the disease, right? Like it wants you to yeah. forget those things. So it oh, can yeah. sneak back in. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's exactly what it is. And I know when I'm starting to get off balance, this is, I, I try to tell all my clients this too, because I can feel myself not connected and connected to whatever. It doesn't matter. If you feel it, you know, like I'm not doing all my stuff I need to do every day to stay on top of it. And I start feeling like sick spiritually. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of like danger zone, dude. Like, like I can go, it's kind of like when you, you're dry drunk or whatever. Like I, I went like a year or two like that. Cause like, I was just so angry when I came back from a relapse and I was so freaking, I was just an asshole for like a year and um, like a dry drunk. And so I don't ever want to feel like that again. That shit sucked. Dude, you talk about connection and the spirituality of like, like the AAs will say of the program. And I totally get it. I'm, I love AA, but it's not my life. You know, I, I'm going through that now. And the, the fact that you just said that it just, it makes it really hard to believe that there isn't something working, you know, behind the scenes, uh, you know, the, 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 what's the word I'm looking for the secular part of me wants to say you know it's just all happen chance but I yesterday was a shit show I you know I ruined a, uh, like a family thing for some people that are very important to me and not, not really ruined it but oh. I wasn't I wasn't present you know I'm it's it you're exactly what you were just talking about and that's the only reason why I'm bringing it up because this podcast yeah. is about you but I'm bringing it up because you just mentioned it you know I I didn't want to talk to anybody because I I knew nobody was judging me because everybody's being super nice. I know these people, I've known them for years, but I felt like they were anyway. I couldn't get out of my own mind. And then, you know, meeting people that I haven't met before, I didn't know how to act. So I sat in the car, I sat away from everybody and it made it just really awkward, especially, you know, for the, the one person I care about the most, you know, she's like, didn't know what to do. She felt bad that I was sitting in the car, sitting away. You know what I mean? Like it was a shit show yesterday. Or what yeah. do you know trigger you? What's that? Did something like trigger you to feel that way? You think? Um, it, it's just my anxiety. I think, yeah. I, I, you know, before, before alcohol, that's how I acted from like, as long as I can remember up until 21, when I just discovered alcohol, that's how I acted. I was just really awkward until I really got to know people. Me too. Yeah. I, <laughs> I know that feeling. Yeah. And so like, alcohol changed that for me. So, you know, that was my go-to. Oh, family event. We're going to the beach. All right. I slam a half pint or two. And you know what? I'm uh, I'm going to be good to go. And it was never an issue with alcohol. But here we are again. So this morning, I, I, I'll get to my point. You talk about spirituality. So this morning, you know, I, I wear an oath ring, you know, for the for the Norse stuff you know i found the connection a little bit to that stuff i wear a necklace to symbolize things i have crystals in the window you know i took it all down this morning that's how spiritually uh far i've fallen like i, I just took it all down i'm like there's i'm not doing this anymore and so i'm really glad that we got to talk about this you know what i mean because it, it can yeah. happen so i can so i'll share some more personal stuff about that is when I, I went to treatment and I see like, I am very hesitant. I haven't really shared this much on social media because I don't know, maybe I'm just scared of what people will think. Huh, imagine that. But, um, I, I went to treatment and, and they made us go to AA and the owners of the treatment center, that's how they got sober in AA. So, you know, it's just what they know. And, and like, so I start going, I was like, so freaked out at first being around just like talking to people, I'd have like panic, panic attacks. And then 
I got obsessed with AA. Like, like I, my ego though, it was like, I, I'm going to learn everything. Like I know that I'm going to know the book. I'm going to like do this, do that. And like, I eventually, you know, drank again after four years, but, um, like AA was my thing. And then it's, it's weird because when I wanted to, I wanted to like not go as much, especially with my son, you know, I I didn't have time. And then with my job and I'd be so scared to like, be honest about it to people. Cause they're like, you're going to relapse. You're going to relapse. And like, you oh, can't God. trust. Yourself. And so that freaked me out. Yeah. And like, I, I haven't been back because of that. I, I go with yep. clients, but like, it really messed me up to where I'm like, and I, I'm not saying that's AA as a whole, but just the people like, and I, that was like all my friends, like my whole life. Like yep. I went to two things a day for like a year, but then it just, like, and I didn't have the spirituality. I didn't have, yeah. um, I don't know. I didn't never religious, didn't even know what God was. I didn't like that. Yeah. Um, so my spirituality was like good. If I do good things, like I'm going to be okay. Like if I stay sober, like I'm going to be able to handle anything. It's just like my faith and it sounds silly, but it's just like good values. Like if I do yeah. the right, because I don't, I don't know about like, god and uh, you know it doesn't make sense to me and so like i get it like a connection and love and and things like that i get that and so but that's hard like to tell us that it's like not tangible you know and i don't like that yeah and i and i totally i totally uh, everything you say i agree with and um you know that's what turns me off from the aa groups and you see it on twitter too these aa guys get in there and the one guy's got like twenty thousand followers i won't say his name but he gets on. He's just got. You argue with them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I try not to, but he, and I try to be nice. I, I try to kill my kindness, but he, he comes with so much like authority and superiority and ego. And it's like, do you even read your book? I mean, have you ever read anything that Bill W. wrote and talked about <laughs> ego and getting rid of it? You know, I like, but I'm the same way too. I, I, I have the steps memorized. I've done podcasts on them. I, I, you know, I, I break them down so other people can feel it. The, the religion thing drives me nuts. Um, I don't like it and that's just how I am so you know they have all these acronyms in, in a they love acronyms and you know so think of yeah. god as good orderly direction group of drunks well I made one for my own and I think it kind of goes with what you were saying my god is good observable decisions so like you said you do the next right thing and when people start to observe those things that's when the change happens because our word is shit my word is shit you know what I mean like oh um so once they start to see me go ahead I like that a lot yeah I I think it fits me and it works for me yeah that's awesome I I actually had a client um come in um I I do the monitoring for the drug test right now and then I'll have my office and be able to do the mentoring thing but just get to talking a little bit and I told him you know I was he was I don't know how it came up but he brought up like god or whatever and i'm like what i gotta tell you what it was told to me when i went to treatment to drop the rock apparently there's a book out there and i'm yet to read it but anyway let that go and think of it this way and i told him the group of drunks you know good orderly direction i said the one and i told him what i use and he's like wow that's really good and he's like writing it down <laughs> it's really i'm literally fun. writing it down right now <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny yeah no that's see that and that's the shit that the clients need to hear Like they need, they need to hear, they don't need to hear like 
people spouting off stuff. That's the thing too. So I'm of like two minds sometimes. And I swear it's really weird because I can go and I can, I know the answer of like, if I'm arguing, see, arguing, if I'm, I got my AA mind to where like, it's in the book, it's this way, it's that way, blah, 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 blah. Like I could like, and I hear it in my head and I know what it is and it sounds really good. Right. Like I could do. And then I have me and it's like, dude, shut up. Like, like, it's like too, it's like really weird sometimes. And, um, I really, uh, it's like almost like a fight, you know, between the two. And, and I can, I just, I try, I've been trying not to, you know, to, to not have that come up. It's, I think it's just ego, you know, because it's like, who the fuck says that my way? Like, like, oh, it's a, like, like, you know what you're talking about? Like, no, not everybody stays sober. It's a really low success rate. It it's is. like, and so there's a lot of other things. And it's like, I don't knock anybody that does it because I did it. Um, and I know that the power of it and it changed my life. But like, I don't like the shaming for people that don't because I don't do it anymore. I'm actually, you know, I don't know if it's just time or whatever. I'm doing better because I got into trouble into the rooms with the boys and you know what everybody wants to go to dinner every night because i was 24 when i first got sober so like i didn't have a job like i was gonna get a job like until i had like a year sober so all my whole job was like my whole thing was just just stay sober and i dicked around every day like meetings and like oh we're gonna get dressed up and go to a meeting like all that stupid shit but (laughs) but it kept me sober for a while but after a while, it's like, dude, I like, need to have a life. And like, I can't hide out in the rooms. And I was, I think yeah. I was hiding out in the rooms yeah. and I interrupt myself. Yeah. But I think, I think you did what you needed to do for that first year. And that's the break I'm trying to give myself is, you know, I'm all kinds of fucked up still um, because of my choices and the things I'm dealing with. And I'm, I'm taking what I need from A and, and, and leaving the rest. Right. That's another thing that you hear in yeah. there. So I, I realize I like everybody says a year, a year, a year, a year. So I know what happened when I hit six months, six months in one day, I was a train wreck at six months in one day, six months. I was flying high. I was like, I did it. I finally hit six months. This is amazing. And then the next week in the week, uh, seven, uh, month seven was a complete shit show. And so I'm doing everything that I can to not let that happen at a year because that's like the target now, you know, it's right around the corner and I failed enough to understand, you know, that that's always a possibility, but you know, um, I completely lost my train of thought. (laughs) Oh, you were saying that you did all that for a year. You did what you had to do to get that year underneath of you. And then, and then you, you kept going. Yeah. And, and that's kind of like, what you're talking about like I think that it's it's good that you have like a little bit of fear I think and I feel like that's like the honesty and you willing to say like hey I'm kind of fucking scared um or you know I don't know what's gonna happen because last after six months I was in this negative headspace um so you're just like watching your own ass and that's smart you're holding yourself accountable and then you can tell others, like you just told me and, you know, everybody who's watching this, you know, that helps them. And it's like the accountability, like once I get it out, like it's, I got to be accountable to it. 
And so I won't tell people stuff and keep secrets if I don't want to be held accountable yeah, for it. I right. actually do something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so once I like share about it, like I'm struggling and, and that's still hard. And like, so that's why like on Twitter, I will share stuff that's like, seems, I don't know if it seems personal or what, I don't even know it's personal anymore. Um, right. Like when I'm struggling because, because I don't want to, and I, I hate it. I don't want to do it, but like, there's something about it um, that it's like the ego, the it's something I got to do because otherwise it's like, I don't want anybody to, to help me. Like, yeah. what are you going to tell me? You know? And, and that's where my mind goes. Like, I know everything, dude. And that's what got me to relapse. So I don't ever want to go back to that. And I see people, you know, a year to two years sober. And well, I saw this a lot in the rooms and, and I did it too. Like, it's like a year you're like getting things good and you're, you're on that pink cloud or whatever the hell you want to call it. Just think things are good. You're changing your life around and then real life happens and they don't know what the hell to do. And it's like, now I experienced that, you know, of relapsing and coming back and it's, I just, it's, it's hard to say, it's like, gotta watch your ass. Like after a year, it's like, we think we know everything, man, Yeah. like everything. And then all of a sudden something happens and we're like, boom. And so that it's just like the ego of it. I see it now. And I'm just like. It, I'm not going to tell them like, Hey, you're going to fall on your ass. I mean, if, if they don't want to hear it, you know, but yeah. you got to go, but you got to go through, you know, you do, you do, you know what I mean? Like I spent yeah. that, that time in treatment in 2022, um, you know, it's like at 200 and some odd days. And then all of a sudden my time was up at treatment. I was living in my truck and it took being passed out drunk in my truck, like, 48 hours after I left treatment to get OWI4. Damn. And it's like, you just, you ha- you literally have to go through everything I have to go to. And what's terribly unfortunate is that some people don't make it that far, you know, but you, we can't do anything about that. Um, you know, th- that's why I think too, and not to pick on AA too much, but when you got the guys that come in there and they've they've done it this way and this is how my sponsor did it and that's how his sponsor did it and this is the only way um, right you know that's a that's a lie i mean it's it you were, you were supremely lucky if that's first of all 100% true that you did it exactly like your sponsor that you're completely fortunate because not everybody is going to get an A. And like you said, the, the the success rate has dropped. I think that's twofold. I think it's one, it hasn't grown enough in all aspects. Um, since it's almost 100 years old now, it needs to evolve with the times. I think the first 164 pages are fine. I don't think they need to be changed, but you need to read it with an open mind as to, you know, as opposed to, because it, it says different things, you know, you'll, never, you'll always be an alcoholic, but we have recovered. So what the fuck is it? Well, that, that's where you'd sit down and you have a conversation about it. Um, and I think the other reason my AA struggles a lot too is because the courts just throw people in there that don't want to be there. And so that ruins it for everybody, you know? So it, I think it's twofold. That's my little sticking up for AA a bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you brought up a good point. Um, the recovered is in the big book. And like, you know, the semantics and we could go all day about it, like the recovering and recovered. But 
um, I don't, it, it's not really jiving with me anymore about, about identifying as like an alcoholic. And I don't know why it just started happening to where I think I I was dating a normie, you know, (laughs) they're not normal at all. Right. But addicts like us or have been addicts. And I, I literally, I thought like I was weird and like, I'm broken and there's something wrong with me. And I thought that for a while. And um, one day I realized and I'm like, damn, like I'm putting myself in like a lower category, like this separate category. And I'm like thinking of myself, oh, it's because I'm an addict. It's because I'm an addict. I'll always be this way with that and not use it as an excuse, but just it was so much in my head to where, no, I'm different. I'm different. I'm an addict. And I couldn't really like integrate with normies, with people. And I was like in my bubble and like scared. Like, and I still get, I, I have bad social anxiety or I, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, PTSD. Um, I don't know, like, if it's from being locked up or what, but just, just like, I'm triggered easily with like sounds and people scaring the shit out of me. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, yeah. little like that, but I forgot what I was going with that. Um, it's just the, I, the recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body someone told me um and like I could dig that like I can I can go with that but at a but at a second's notice like I could relapse so what is it I don't I don't know I don't I don't know and I think that's those three words are the most important words that people can say in a meeting is I don't know or in life really like the people that I have a problem with, they don't know how to say that. Like, it's kind of ironic, yeah. you know, that you know everything about the big book and you're posting all these, you know, videos and you're quoting the big book. Just say, I don't know. You know this is <laughs> this is what worked for me. You keep failing. So I don't know what to tell you. I just wish you the best. You know, I mean. I, exactly. Exactly. Um, what? The longer I'm sober, the more I realize I don't know shit like yeah. and people kind of like look at me crazy for saying that like you know like no well it's a it's this it's that it's this is what you do it's like I know all that I know all that well like since I've gone through different experiences and I've I've been working in treatment for 10 years like I've seen all sorts of shit and it's like I feel like I know less than I I ever do I ever did like the longer I go on, like, I don't fucking know. Like, like I'll be like, like a client will be talking to me. I'm like this shit. I'm like, girl, I don't know. I'm like, this is, I get it. I feel like that too. Yeah. I don't know. This shit's crazy. Like yeah. the addict mind. It is. And I think, I don't think I can do anything else with my life. I don't think I can go be like take a normie job. And I me. like that term. I just used it the other day on one of the social media platforms. Like, being surrounded by normies it's like <laughs> please put me in a room with alcoholics and addicts so i can feel normal you know what i mean um i have to work in this in this this thing you know i mean i would love to sit and talk to people in recovery or in it i mean i've had people on the podcast that were like a week sober but i do that because they're in it you know their stories need to be heard you know they're giving they're giving some Hell, you know, so, I mean, I, this crap about, you know, you, well, you can't do this or, or you can't do that until you have this much time. It's like, dude, fuck that. 
give me the people that are in the shit so I remember. You know, it's kind of selfish in a way, but that's what I want. No, it's not selfish. It's and, and that's the way. If we, it's like if we want to get down to it, and people want to argue about it, it's like, well, technically, Bill uh, and Bob wanted people to go. They took. They went. He Bill went through the steps very quickly. Like boom, 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 yeah. boom. Like what? A, a couple nights. Yeah. So it's the spiritual awakening. Like they have to have. They have to go through the steps. So it's like literally, you can have a week sober, and you know, technically. Maybe they should be taking someone through. I mean, I don't suggest it, but you know what I mean? Like, and another thing too is like a sponsor's only job is to take me through the steps. They're not fucking therapists. I'm so sick of this. Yes. Like, like the, the, it's, that is so ego. It's so bad. Like, yep. don't tell people how to run their life. Yeah. Don't like, give me this. Call me before you do anything. I need you to call me in the morning. I need you to call me at night. Uh, we're going to do one step a month. Get the fuck off your horse, dude. Seriously, walk them through the steps. Give them your interpretation of it and talk about it. You're just yeah. connecting. You're two two people going through it, uh, working with each other. I completely agree. It's crazy. Yeah, I have clients that be like, my my uh, sponsor said, do this, do that, and I'm like, oh fuck, I know. It's like, of course, and like I dealt with it. And, but it's like, that is just nonsense. Like, it doesn't say any of that shit anywhere. Yeah. It's like just appeasing them. Like, what are they? They're like, oh, do this written assignment, do these worksheets. It's not even in the book. So, see, there's <laughs> right? lines where I'm like, you're fucking wrong and everybody's wrong. But no, but whatever works. And I've been going to Smart Recovery with one of my clients. It is, I love it, dude. Yeah. Yep. I really yeah. like it. I suggest yeah, that. Me too. Smart cover is really good. And so is, uh, we have a, a group around here called the uh, Pure 360 and they they go from like the, really? um, oh shoot, what's the name of the book? Uh, well, anyway, it's Native American. They talk about walking the red road. Um, oh. The Four Seasons is the name of the book. It's a daily readings book in it, but it's from the Native American. I think it's like Wellbriety it's called instead of sobriety because my, my oh, buddy, yeah, yeah. Is, he would teach all the clients that because that's He's Indian, or I don't know what Native American. What is the, that's all right. it? It's whatever it is. Yeah, well, it, it says Native American in the book, so we'll just roll with that. I, I, whatever. We're gonna put that. Yeah, but you know what I mean, yeah, yeah. He told me, yeah. He's like, he said, don't say Indian, and I said that. So, oh well. It's all about intent. You know what I mean? Like, like I always worry about that in my podcast when I start talking about things like that, and it's like. If you can't tell that my intent wasn't, you know, right. it was coming from a, a a good place. If you can't tell that and you're just because I use the word that you don't like, you piss off. Don't watch my podcast anyway. Report me to YouTube, Twitter, whatever. I don't give a fuck because oh. I, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Whoops. Sorry. And I am sorry <laughs> if I offend you, but I'm not going to sit here and, and, well, I better do an hour long, you know, speech about why that was insensitive to say that. No, dude, I, I'm trying to be as authentic as possible. And if you come on and say something I don't like, then I'm either going to be like, I didn't like that, or I'm probably just going to be like, eh, so what, yeah. what are we talking about next? You know? Yeah, who cares? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's like, dude, I don't know. And I just, I don't, the same with clients. Like, I just talk normally. And like, I say stupid shit all the time, all the time, every day. <laughs> so yeah. when you said, like, when you message me and you're like, I'm not, professional whatever i was like oh good 
like I, I pretend to be professional sometimes or at least yeah. look like together. But then once you talk to me, you're like, damn, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah. you know, I, I just want to be authentic because I don't know, like, I don't want to talk to somebody that's fake. So yeah. like, I don't, why would I be fake anyways? It's like either, you know, look, oh, my phone. Sorry. It's like, just let me do what I do and be myself. And like, the truth will be the truth, you know, and like, fuck everything else. Yeah, I, 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 I've never liked that, you know, like that happened in my marriage. Like I, I married somebody that I thought was this person and then got married. It was a completely different person. It was an act the entire time. <laughs> so I like, just be authentic, dude. Just, yeah. And so I'm not going to change, you know, I'm not, you know, I know with HIPAA laws and stuff, when you start getting into stuff, you have to, you know, you can't share certain things. I get that. Those are rules. That's not, you, I can still be authentic and talk about myself, you know. Exactly. Like, yeah, dude, I, I know it sucks to pee in front of a dude in a bunch of mirrors, but I don't enjoy watching you pee either. So <laughs> exactly. just, just relax. I have, I acknowledge that that was real, the thing that you pulled out. So now I'm going to look over here and let you do your business. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, Jesus. I would and, do the test for guys too. Like not, I mean, we didn't watch them obviously. What? but you know, <laughs> um we just had to like they just had to go in one of the bathrooms sure. but um yeah and i'd be like bring your pee bring your pee like, just so <laughs> crazy i just like so ridiculous uh like my friend would call me the pee queen oh that's good that's good isn't that terrible well they call it on our on our sheets that we send to the lab they're called donations so i'm uh, oh. I always i always we- tell the yeah, so I tell I tell the guys like, all right, I'll take your donation in my office and then walk into the bathroom. So and then I'll make it really awkward and I'll be like, you guys like what I've done in here? You know, my decor, I got the little air freshener. And just tried to break the ice a little bit because you know I I I know all too well how shitty this is. So and and, and what I my my favorite thing to tell them is you know like oh, I got six more months of this shit. And it's like yeah, but the good news is, dude, it doesn't have to be permanent. Like. And then I, I give them a little snip of my of my story, and it's like, well, you know, okay, you're now you're ten months sober, and you're doing this already, you know. Oh well, yeah, you are. So I mean, it's it's possible, man. So yeah, yeah, and that's and that keeps us sober. Like, I I people always laugh when I say this. I don't know why, but I would say like I don't want to fucking I don't want to help anybody. Like I that's not my nature. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to, and don't bother me. Don't call me. Like, I literally hate it, but it's like, dude, I have to, to stay sober. Like, like, and that's why, you know, people say, oh, well, it doesn't count because you're getting paid for it. No, I do my own stuff outside of it too, you know, that I want to do. I do what I want to do if I want to help, you know, um, in, in separate ways, but I just, I just do the best I can, man. Like, I don't know. That's all that anybody needs to know to do is the best you can. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally, and that's literally it too. It's like, this shit is not like pretty sometimes. Like, like I was literally crying all day the other day. I'm like, dude, I shouldn't be like this triggered for like being sober this long and whatever. And I was like, dude, stop. Don't say that to yourself. You don't say should, you should feel that way. And this and that. It's like, emotions are hard. I don't like them. I still don't. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and one thing I learned in treatment too, it's like, would you let another human being talk to you the way that you talk to yourself? And when you start imagining it coming from a different source, you're like, fuck no, let's slap that fucker, you know, or, or you know what I mean? But here we are beating the living hell out of ourselves. I mean, I did it this morning, you know, like I got up and I'm like, got a podcast today with Lindsay. It's like, I'm beating myself up for the way I acted yesterday. And what? it's like, I'm just- What'd you do I just, just oh oh it's a family thing yeah just being the distant thing and, and just yeah. being the hell out of myself and then now like I feel completely better because it's I'm doing something for me and other people exactly and, you know so I don't yeah know. talking to another alcoholic too it's like I, I don't want to do it I don't want to talk to people I'm not social but like I have to you know and then I feel so much better yeah. afterwards and I'm like oh yeah, and that's why I like Twitter, because I can get on and I can see a bunch of people going through it in the community, and I can hit the heart, and then a quick retweet, and then that's it. Like, if yep. I'm not in the mood to sit and give encouraging words, I can spread their message to somebody else, and then I, I, I feel better. There doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out thing, so I, I I hope Twitter doesn't change, because I really like the way it's going. So. Yeah, I, I really hope that I could, like, tweet today. <laughs> like, I need... I gotta get, I gotta get on there. It's so, so addictive. <laughs> it is, but I think it's in a good way because it's, yeah. you know, you're, it's. I mean, I. I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's a, it's a good, it's a good addiction. It's like going, you can't go to too many meetings. I don't think unless you're I, in your real life, but. Yeah, like I just, I can't be perfect. Yeah. Well, we didn't really uh, get into your story, but I think that's okay. I think it was a great discussion. I mean, you have great views on things. I think that you have, um, you know, you're in a career that a lot of people, I know when I was in treatment, um, every dude in there was going to start a sober living house. They were going to become a counselor and they're going to do all these things. And I think we're one of the two people that are actually moving in that direction. You are already in that direction. And I think that's really cool. Um, you know, uh, you got great energy about you. You got a Van Gogh painting on your wall. You got, you got cool, <laughs> cool shit going on, man. I really appreciate you, Lindsay, for coming on. Yeah, thank you. I, anytime. I, I love to talk about myself. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh. Well, well, I think we need to do it again and and, and dive yeah. into your story, uh, share your experience, strength, and hope. Um, I, 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 me, I would just keep talking. Like I have to watch the clock because one time I did a podcast like an hour and a half long and it was because I was enjoying the conversation, but I didn't think yeah. about the listeners. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, shut up, you know, like keep it. So I try to keep it around 40, 45 minutes. So yeah. um, thank you so much for doing this uh, and go ahead and plug your uh, website or whatever you got going on that you'd like oh, to. My Twitter, um, when it gets back up, um, I think it's, no, it's L what is it <laughs> i can i can help you i got it right here <laughs> it is uh at l underscore v-i-l-l-a-n-d-r-y right on and you can yeah. check it out pretty bad but yeah <laughs> yeah well it's it wasn't until i discovered the sober heathen name like it just came to me one day it's like it was- making my username over and over and over again it's like oh this is stupid this is <laughs> But once you find one that works for you, it works. But yeah, I, I've done it like three times. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I, I don't. Ah. <laughs> so and then um, the same name at dot uh, com for your website, right? Yeah. LindsayValandry.com. 
Yeah, so check that out if you don't. I know a lot of people that don't do Twitter, so if you want to check it out, she's got all kinds of topics on there from uh, addiction to narcissism. And yeah. um, we can uh, check that out and uh, support uh, all the hard work Lindsay's doing. So thank you so much. Uh, we'll we'll get together and maybe in a... You know, I don't know what I'm going to do for when I hit my year. I think it would be cool to have a bunch of guests that have been on to come on and, and yeah. just, just talk about where everybody, that's how I'd like to celebrate it. So I think you'd be a, a great one to do that. So that's badass. That'll be awesome. Yeah, well, I wish you all the best and take care. And talk we'll, to uh, you. Yeah. Bye. Talk soon. Bye-bye.